You know what really grinds my gears, Daddy? I have no idea. When I don't get a good meal. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and we all know that a sex party, bottoming, or just having the right stamina comes from also eating and having the right kind of diet. Now, today's sponsor, HelloFresh, takes the hassle out of mealtime this spring by delivering pre-portioned ingredients that are easy to prepare with recipes that come right to your door. So skip the checkout lines and get outside in the warmer weather because HelloFresh has dinner covered. It's also one of the lowest carbon footprints around for meal prepared services with 31% lower carbon footprints than most meal services. Now again, you can get 50% off of your first box and free shipping by using the description code down below. It's again, it's in the description box. Please click it if you would like to get your own savings on HelloFresh, support the show, and maybe try a new uh, meal prep service this time of year. And you know, it was really great about yesterday coming back off the flight that um, we didn't have to worry about where we can get food. It was sitting there waiting for us and we just cooked it and it was perfect. So check out HelloFresh. Again, use that code down below, which starts the POG. It's a real POG or just use the link and you can get, again, 50% off of your boxes as well as free shipping. Thank you, HelloFresh. Ah. Are you okay? That was a, that was a ah. That's a good, it's a good sound. Oh. It's like a, ah. Finally home. Why did relax. you just, just have a Sprite or something? No, yeah, no, I just farted, so. Oh, wow. Okay. What's your safe word? <laughs> Yeehaw! Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pot. I'm Am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... There, this room smells now. Could you stop doing that? No, that, that's just you. <laughs> Mr. You would... I can't believe you traveled to and from. No deodorant or anything on any of our flights. We're back from Austin! Why is this new? I haven't ever done that since we've been together for eight years. I know, but... Even I will put on a deodorant of some kind when I travel, just because I realize that not everyone is as smelly as San Francisco people are. Well, no, the only difference this trip was I wore that sleeveless shirt from Sir Rat, so I didn't have I didn't have anything covering my pit. There was no fabric. Oh, I know because you were full on stretching, and I, I would I, even I was like, uh, Daddy, you are a little pungent today. Pungent? No, I I smell nice. You. Do you smell yourself? Not anymore, no. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't think you get to dictate what is pungent and not. <laughs> I mean, what's well? Welcome back, now. Daddy. How are you? Where um, were we just at? What did we just do? I'm good. We just got back from Austin Kink Weekend in Austin, Texas. Oh. Uh, and it was technically our third year, but we we went. But the, the first year, two years ago, was just like a puppy weekend. And last year was the first time that they kind of put together an entire weekend. And then we came back this this year. But it was nice. It was fun. It was unfortunately at the tail end of like five other event weekends. So we were. We uh, we may not have been fully fresh, but we were. No, we were very pungent. Happy. <laughs> I may not have showered, but nobody seemed to care about you. No, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I okay, feel bad well, for the other people. No, I feel bad for the other people. Nobody else complained to me. Oh, I saw some faces. You did not uh, see faces. No. Um, but but Austin Kickman was fun. How how was your event? How how did it go for you? I liked it. So um like you said, I think this is their second time doing it. Mm -hmm. Um I was only able to fly out. So last year they did it during smokeout, so I was at smokeout, but I flew back for 24 hours to Austin and then back to Vegas. Uh, like Friday night to Saturday night. Um, so I got to see the setup last year and we I did the booth for one day, but I wasn't able to really take part in the festivities or see any of the contests. So this year, thankfully, it was not the same weekend as Smoke Out. And uh, I got to see all of that. And it, it, I have to say hats off to uh, the organizers um, because it's grown so much. Uh, in just one year, and it's a really well organized event. Do you do we happen to know how many people went last year? I know this year they had seven hundred tickets that all sold out. No, they sold out seven fifty tickets. Seven fifty. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think they're hoping to double the numbers next year, which I think would be very very easy to, for them to do. Yeah, and as we as we see more and more event weekends popping up, I mean, I I get asked all the time why we're not going to insert this one or that one or this one or, or this one over here. What about that one? Um, but Austin Kink Weekend was one of the first ones that kind of had asked us to come on out years ago 
uh, I think it was like right after the pandemic too that we started doing events. Yeah, and I that think was that one was of the first ones. When we started doing events after the pandemic, um, uh, I think Austin was the first one of the first ones that we did. Yeah. And honestly, surprisingly, at least for me, uh, was how, how, I don't have a better word than feral at the moment, but that's a good thing. How feral the community is out there for just having an event weekend that they can kind of just come out, enjoy. I don't know if feral is the right word. That's not feral is like, like, no, like, feral ah, means like energy, like, yeah, they want to have fun. That, nope. That's not what I got. What I would you get, call it? Then? I didn't. Yeah, I thought they were excited and happy. What What I really liked about it, it could be feral and happy, and just coming off of uh, Darklands, which I think is an extremely well organized event. Um, it was good to see the direction kink events are going, and what I'm saying, and some, not all. Uh, what I would say to that is, um. It very much felt like a community. Um, it represented all aspects of the community. Everyone got together and had a really good time. And there was no shaming of any kind. Um, everyone seemed to be having fun as in their own own way that they do kink. And I, I, I'm really happy to see that going forward because um, there's not one way to do it. And I think we've been hitting that wall with some of the older organizations. Did you ask for consent before you hit them or? I'm, I'm just telling you. No, no, I, I was, it was a joke. I know it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we went to the event. We had a really nice time. Uh, today's going to be kind of like a, a sex convention, but also like ins and outs, how to's, um, but also our own personal opinion. Cause I, uh, much like daddy said, we had a really good time. But even after the fact, I heard some people that were like complaining, were voicing concerns, were, were saying how disorganized or how much work it needed. And I think that these kinds of event weekends, especially if you're an organizer, feel really thankless, much like mm -hmm. content creation in many ways, because you only hear about the bad stuff when it's when someone perceives it as the worst. You well, know? and it's so easy to criticize because uh, you don't see all of the, you don't see the permits that need to be pulled, uh, the venues that need to be booked, uh, the volunteers that need to be requested and have show up and handle the crowds. Uh, and some problems arise that you weren't completely prepared for or, or thought of ahead of time. And those are learning experiences that you use on the next one. Yeah, but we will give our ins, outs, our pros and cons, our subs and doms, as well as answering some of your questions about sex conventions and like sex parties. But first, we're going to take a little cut off the top with today's sponsor. Daddy, who do you think it is? Manscaped, I hope. It is. Now, they want to remind you, even as we get out of tax season, if y'all did not do your taxes, you are going to pay for it. <laughs> Unless you're in California because they got to extend it. True. Thank God for that. As somebody who content creation, while fun, eventful, engaging, and just generally chaotic. Feral even. I think feral is a good thing. No, feral means think, like crazy wild or like, like a feral cat. Feral cats can be fun at furry conventions. Anyway, as we get into the, the post-tax season, Manscaped wants to remind you that you could use a little bit of those savings that you might have gotten, maybe a little return, to return some love on yourself or maybe yourself and partners with today's sponsor, Manscaped. Now, we here love Manscaped not only because they were our first and longest running sponsors, but because they make good quality tools for all of your thick needs. I was able to shave my beard for in in Austin uh, to just give it a little refresh and I didn't have to worry about it. So if you got even, even a little bit of money back, why not try out the new Beard Hedger Pro kit from Manscaped, which comes with a free comb it's and brush. It's really good, I really like it. Maybe you wanna use a lawnmower 4.0, which is just a general hair care trimming for all body hair, as well as your, your neck and, and face. I use it to kind of keep my, my face nice and, and trimmed. But all of the Manscaped products are used and created to reduce nicks and cuts, while also giving you the perfect hair care Without using Nair. Don't use Nair for, for manscaping, please. Or that nicking is, down there. Or nicking down there. <laughs> now, again, the Weed Whacker is great. We love the Beard Hedger and the Lawnmower 4.0. Um, but you might want to get some, maybe some shampoo, some body wash, some conditioners, revivers, or toners. Maybe even their new underwear with a jewel pouch. 
wonderful for all the needs you might have in and out of the bedroom. So, Daddy, if they would like to get their own savings, again, 20% off and free shipping, what code can they use? Watts20. Again, 20% off, free shipping, and you're going to be supporting not only Manscaped, but hear us at the show for What's Your Safe Pod. Thank you again, Manscaped. Regardless of sponsors, though, and sponsors are very important at things like this, uh, I will say that it was it was nice to, to step off the plane, and, and Austin is always a lovely, welcoming place. And as much as Texas gets a bad rap sometimes, for obvious reasons. Well, politics. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Um, the people themselves are very friendly from from the Uber drivers that we had that were always very inquisitive about our leather events. Yeah, especially when they dropped us off at the Eagle the first night. They're like, what is this? <laughs> oh, our Uber driver, she was great. This this little Latina who was like, I just wish the boys would throw me around a little bit harder, but they never do it right. Like she even was, she, remember she was right. talking no, about her leather cuffs that she had? She had leather cuffs and her boyfriend didn't know how to pound her correctly. Allegedly, we, we learned like, a lot her. about her that night. She might not have gotten the tip from her boyfriend, but I gave her a good tip. <laughs> but but seeing all the people in their leather outside the bar really got her going, I think. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but we got off the plane. The first night was kind of just a, a general like leather event, just a, a meet and greet. You see all the, the contestants, you see all the judges. And, but, and that was actually at Sir Rat Leather who uh, organized the event. And if you and we we missed that because our plane didn't land till like 7 p.m. Um, but if you look at, at the pictures I was looking at this morning, they had like fire twirlers and stuff in the parking lot. It looked really fun. I was oh, I was talking that. about the Eagle. You mean before that? Yeah. So uh, there was a meet and greet at Sir Rat Leather first that we missed because our plane was late. Yeah, um, it was about two And that late. was real. That looked like it was it was it was packed. They had packed the back parking lot. Um, and then the spillover went to the Eagle after that, which we were able to get to. Yeah. And so we got off the plane. Got off the plane. And when we got there, it was really nice to see everyone. But. We did not even, so we ordered a drink, you know, we put our, put our bags down and, and just kind of got situated and then stepped outside onto the patio. Now this is the Austin Eagle brand new, never before it only opened, been open for three weeks, literally. Yeah. And it was cute. It was cute. It needs a little bit of some wall art. Personally. You wanted wall art. I want I a big old th Tom Finland they guy a with a huge dick or something. I like because they turned the parking lot into an outdoor space. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect for smoking cigars and they made it going around the corner kind of dark and seedy. Uh, I like that vibe a lot. But my favorite part, and they need to get on this and the organizers have already heard this from me. There's a little drive through window because this used to be some sort of restaurant or, or fast food place. And it just, they need a little drive through drink window. Like they just need to turn that window into like an actual like place you can order. I think that'd be really cute. Put like be, a little menu. It'd be super cute. Put a just, menu, like it a little. It could be the martini window. Yeah, you could do like a little order box where you like, I'd like a double pounder with cheese, please, as I'm getting pounded. I think everyone wanted a double pounder. <laughs> double pounder, I barely know her. Uh, but we got there and I just I've in my notes that I've written down, we were literally in there not even five minutes and somebody came up and and you guys know how much I love meeting everyone. Don't scream, please. Please don't scream. <laughs> Screaming always scares the shit out of me. <laughs> don't terrify the puppy as soon as he walks in the door. But the first person. But people are very excited. They were very excited. And we walked out for the, the door into the lit area, mm -hmm. not even in there for five minutes. And we get a lovely picture with this person after saying hello. But then um, it turned into a, a, a Sasha Colby meet and greet. And it turned into about 30 minutes where Sasha Colby was there. No, <laughs> you know, wait, you know who Sasha Colby is. She just won drag race. Yeah, but I didn't know you, you, you realized yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I know these things. I know things. What was her final song on uh, RuPaul? Uh, so long, farewell <laughs> until we meet again. No, no. <laughs> No. Uh, but it turned into kind of a, an impromptu meet and greet where I think I turned around and my drink that we had bought was like the ice had fully melted, but I hadn't had any of it yet. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I don't mind that at all. I was because it, it, it started happening when we were coming into the bar and I was flustered because I didn't know if we needed tags or how to get into the bar. And then I just, as soon as someone was telling me something, someone would pull me the other way yeah. and want pictures. And a bunch of people were leaving as we were getting there and they all wanted to do pictures before they left. Yeah. But what was really nice about the bar event itself was also that they did a color coordinated tagging system. So like you had a dog tag mm -hmm. and you either had a green mm -hmm. sticker or a yellow sticker or a red sticker. 
And I've seen many events do that from like little armbands to like the little paper wristbands. Um, but I, I appreciate, and we didn't, I don't think we put a sticker on because we weren't looking to play, but well that, and so. I'm oblivious to those things what? too. And I shouldn't be, I know this, what? but then I, I become terrified because I'm like, where is their sticker? So I don't want to, I don't want to break eye contact, but I, I, I need to know if they want to hug or not, but you know what? Everyone just asks, do you want to hug? Are you a yeah. hugger? So I don't know. I, I like this sticker concept in theory, but it also um, causes me anxiety because I'm, I'm afraid wait, wait, I'm going to so do something wrong. Anxiety because you think that you're going to do something wrong. Yes. Well, they, that's that's my life. I always think I'm doing something wrong. Well, that's okay. Well, maybe you should change your perspective because no one thinks you're doing anything. Stop wrong. yelling at me! I'm not yelling. <laughs> the person that saw us first yelled, and then we got a picture, and then we had a nice conversation. Um, but I think that that is a very useful tool that I wouldn't mind seeing at more bar events. Yeah. I think it kind of does as much as it gives daddy anxiety. I think it helps a lot of people <laughs> with anxiety to feel comfortable. And like, that's why they there. do it because then so say you're someone who has anxiety being touched and you put one on one of those stickers. That's going to alleviate your anxiety right then and there, whether someone touches you or not. I'm um, getting anxiety talking about the anxiety being alleviated oh by your anxiety when somebody yelled and maybe. Well, anxious. and we saw this at the furry convention we went to too, that a lot of them had that. And, um, uh, that and just kind of upfront said i i have social anxiety uh so which is always good to be aware of and then it wasn't a conversation that needed to be had that would make everything awkward so it's you just know that going up front and it was cool and so we went to the the first event night but why were we there in general daddy I feel like this is a test so i was just <laughs> giving you a segue to talk about what we were there to do the next day uh oh we were teaching a class i was like really why were we there <laughs> well so the the event space for austin kink weekend was kind of in this it's like a little event hall pretty much i think it was called the distribution center yes which which is like it, it's made up of a a, a large warehouse space mm -hmm. um with an outdoor like garden area uh that was also closed off to the public uh, so that they could put out tents and vending out there. So you have the indoor and outdoor space and the indoor. So it, it kind of reminded me of Darklands a little bit on a smaller scale in that they had a stage set up indoors and then you could mingle around outside of I that. Get, well, yeah, but you, if we're talking smaller scale, we're talking like one tenth of the scale That's just to give people exactly a, why I said smaller scale. No, I know. I'm, but smaller makes it sound like it might be just a little bit. No, it's it was a much smaller because it's brand new. But just giving people kind of a basis and so they have like vending space as daddy said but they also okay well first of all we couldn't find the location of the place as far as feedback goes we gotta oh. make sure you have the address of the location i think they assumed that everyone was from texas and just knew what the distribution center was yeah but you know <laughs> i thought about that too because the class we taught was buddies doing social media and one of the things i pointed out in that is if you're an organization with an event or a bar night or something uh make sure you put uh location and date and time on your graphics uh, because people, that's what people see yeah. and they don't go digging through your descriptions to find all that stuff. No. So, uh, we knew that it was at the distribution center. Uh, we just didn't know the address <laughs> no of the distribution center. So, and it took us, so thankfully I just texted the organizer and they, they, yeah. they, 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 they gave us the address, but you know, I was also thinking there may be a valid reason for not doing that. Awesome. And that valid reason, especially when we're talking about Texas, is they may not want to publicly publish things like that because uh, you don't want wrong element and protesters coming there. And, oh, I and, get that. And doing stuff. And that, that, so, and that was the other thing I really, 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 really liked about this community and seeing how strong they were and how happy and joyous they were because they are right there in Texas. They are in the battleground state yeah. being hit from all sides and it's politically not good. So like Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Texas, you guys are doing the work there. Uh, we are living in our bubble here in San Francisco. We've got a microphone, but you guys are actually on the ground doing the work. And so I, I, I thought about that later and I thought, well, maybe they don't want to publish, 
exact exact locations all the time to the general I, public. I can understand that as a reason. Um, I would just say then, then like you need to make sure there's an email for registration or something because we didn't know where to go. Thankfully, we could text the organizers. <laughs> yeah, but there there might have been. We just didn't read it because we were uh, brought out as vendors. Yeah, I, no. I'm just yeah, giving yeah. them an out. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, you're very kind. Yeah. I'm not going to be kind. No, I'm, I'm a very kind person. I think that the, we're allowed to give feedback and where feedback <laughs> is due. And we had no idea where the distribution center was. Uh, but we made it there. We we set up we like like we do at these events. Again, if you ever want to have us for an event, like go to our booking page on our website, give us a little ping, let us know what you're looking for, what what the the scope of the thing is. If we can come on out and like sell merch and teach a class and, and and mingle and make it worth everyone's while, like it's really easy for us to get out there. And so we set up a booth and we sold a bunch of Safe Word Shop merch, mm -hmm. and it was good. We never bring enough in this. I think we bring every size. <laughs> Like agnostic, like more well, than it enough. Is, it is hard because it takes up. It's hard to bring out every size of everything, yeah, and know what who's going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, you don't know if it's going to be a bearish crowd yeah. or a more twinkish crowd. Right. Like clearly, we had been to a more bearish event previously because a lot of our XXXXXs no, we're sold out. We're sold out. Yeah. But thank you again to anyone who came out and bought stuff from us and and just kind of stopped and mingled like. Our, our booth very much turned into a, a secondary Sasha Colby meet and greet where we got to have a nice conversation with people. Wait, Sasha was there? Yeah, she was. You know, yeah, she was there. Mm -hmm. She was. She's a huge, huge fan of the pod, Sasha Colby. You know, we're we're good. We're good friends because uh, we're all up in the uh -huh. the, the drag circuits. And from there, uh, we we did end up doing our class as well. And this is one thing I love about the smaller kind of low-key events like this is it felt super chill but there was always something to do whether you were grabbing mm -hmm. food they had a food truck they had a they food had truck great food yes um there were multiple class stages going on at the same time we were on the main stage of rupaul's drag race but mm -hmm. there were smaller stages as well and then of course space for vending and there was even games and puck in the hole or what did they call it i called it cornhole but you i think it was had a more sexual name well, no, I think it. I think I think it depends on where you're from because I call it puck in the hole, but some people do call it cornhole. Puck in the hole. What's a puck? Like the little things you were tossing and you throw them in the holes. Like a hockey puck? No, we like we were a little, throwing beanbags. I know, but it, it again, everyone calls it something different. <laughs> it was essentially the the game where you're standing across like 20 feet from uh, the other person and you both have like a little wood panel. You're trying to get things into a hole. It looks like a carnival game, kind of. Yeah, but there were other holes getting filled as well. Yeah, so no, it was, yeah, it was, the, yeah. Uh, holes were being filled Equal all over the place. Equal opportunity holes. Crazy. Well, and then we we did teach the class though. How do you think that went? I I loved it. It, it went very well. Uh, it was uh, I think it was double the size of the class we taught last year. Standing room only. Yeah, too. But and, it was our BDSM class or buddies doing social media. And we this this class we only had forty five minutes to teach, and I think it was an hour program we were used to so we, we kind of rushed through it so i didn't hour. know if uh we uh because there was a lot of information so uh i don't know if it was all digested or not well what's the class about we need to tell people that uh, so his buddy's doing social media it's uh talking about how to use social media especially as a kinkster um what you can and can't do and how to do it effectively and also how to use it um for porn yeah um, so the class kind of is a it's a catch-all for ethical sluttery on the internet whether you're running an event like an austin kink weekend whether you're running a, a personal only fans whether you're running just a, a social kink profile on instagram or twitter or tiktok or whatnot and kind of the pitfalls that some people do fall into um without knowing you know about algorithms hashtags making sure you're tagging things properly, but also authentically. And then, and case in point, it still it perpetuates nonstop taking a photo properly. So we even mm. added, like this was a new part, was we added like cropping and sizing and how to shoot right and look at lighting and, you know, framing. This is the puppy's new bone. It is, only because I want people to be equipped to take really sexy, cute photos. And also, when daddy hands you his phone, you take a cute, sexy photo of him. <laughs> not that oh, he ever looks You're trying unsexy. to sway me. Not, that you, not that you ever look unsexy. You always look great. <laughs> no, I think that it's I think that it's really 
if you go to an event like that, you want to have a nice photo of yourself, right? Yes. And people will always give me their phone and we're happy to take photos. And then they'll be like, oh my God, that photo is amazing. Do you know that? So I just uh, learned this from the pig who's, who read uh, Paris Hilton's audio autobiography. And you know how she really she, does read every autobiography. Oh, she loves autobiographies. <laughs> so he was saying how she, um, uh, you know, she does, she's a socialite for a living. Yeah. Uh, but when people want to take pictures with her, she takes the camera and does the selfie because she knows the angle and yeah. she knows how to frame everyone in it. Oh, and she's going to gonna get her best <laughs> light in it. <laughs> so oh, yeah. maybe we just need to start doing it ourselves. Well, we do. We do usually we'll, we'll take the photo for selfies. But like, I like to go to an event and have a cute photo of us. Mm -hmm. And we rarely get cute photos of us because we're always, we're always now, taking photos. Now you're going to scare people. They're not going to. No, 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 no. I'm not it. scaring. I am empowering them with <laughs> skills by doing classes like that. And people, to to our credit, we had some cute photos after the class and on the last day. But every because time people to took photos, yeah, they were like, okay, but we have to make it you know, from this angle. We have to curve it a little bit. Got to make sure it's lit. Is the lighting good from here? No, no, no. Let's turn around. Like people were, people were using the skills we gave them. So yes. good for you guys. Yay, everybody. Well um, no, but the class... Did you, did you, how'd you feel about it? I thought it went really, really well. It was, it was funny because you, you, I was, um, you had, I kept saying Dutch when you were telling to tut, to tilt it. And you said you never heard so, of that. So what, let me give a, a background to this while daddy uh -huh. gets his note. So when I talk about that in, in art school, in art class, um, I was always taught that, you know, the dy dynamic photo, you want photos to look dynamic. If you're trying to, to design like some concept art or have a character look like they're moving or there's action to the shot angling the photo like the composition of it just angling it a bit and it adds movement because things aren't up and down left and right laying down or standing they're moving so you dutch it i learned this a long time ago in that. broadcasting <laughs> so i just pulled it up the dutch angle also known as the dutch tilt canted oh. angle or oblique angle is the type of camera shot which involves setting the camera at me? an angle on it roll axis so that the shot is composed so it is a thing yeah so I've never heard the term. So I know what you. I was talking about. I didn't say you weren't. I didn't call <laughs> no, you, you wrong. You, you called me out. You're like, I've never heard of that. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're wrong. I know. Obviously. You are being defensive as if I've told you you're wrong. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> I Do just you say, hear yourself? I'm just proving myself right. I no, but you're not. No one said you were wrong. I literally anyway. said thank you for the information. You're welcome. Jesus. Why are we raising our voices? <laughs> because... Um, it went really well though. I just, my only thing was, I wish we had more time because there was no time for Q and a, we were, again, yeah, we had to that like, was, that was probably, we got, no, so that's hard to know how the class went because, uh, right after us was Dr. Carlton who, uh, uh, had a ton of people turning out for that one. Um, and so we didn't get a Q and a, so I, I couldn't get feedback from the audience, how, what their questions were. Well, a bunch of them, though, a bunch of the audience were in my Twitch stream today. So they did give some feedback. Oh, but did they? they? said okay. that they really enjoyed it. Okay. And like our friends, uh, we had some friends that, that attended that said that they took away a whole like booklet of notes because Padunk, oh. our friend Padunk. Um, because I think it's interesting to talk about social media as social mediaites, socialites, social mediaites. <laughs> socialites. <laughs> Is that what you call it? That's someone? a whole new term for socialite. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just started a new term. I, I like being socialite. social heavy. <laughs> um, social heavyweights. Ooh. Anyway. It's interesting when we talk about it because it just feels like our lives because that's what we do. But mm -hmm. then people will will come away from a class and be like, oh my God, I never would have thought about that. I never thought about the composition or reusing content or, but you know, multi-posting or cross promotion. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, of course, of course you would. And that's that. why we teach the class. Yeah. So yeah. if you'd ever like a BDSM class of your own, let us know. <laughs> um, but the class went really well. People really enjoyed it. We sold out of BDSM t-shirts. Our buddies doing social media t-shirts. I should have, we should have brought more. <laughs> I don't ah. think we had more. <laughs> And um, then the rest of the weekend went on. We were selling. And Saturday is like the big contest day for, for the Mr. For the, the Mr. Right. Contest. So the Mr. Contest. And we were. So the weather was really sunny in the morning. And then it started getting a little gray as the evening went on. Um, or as we got into the evening. Mm. And then we went back to the hotel to freshen up and shower and get dinner with some friends yeah and with full intentions of getting back in time for the end of the contest um but we didn't quite make it well 
Daddy needed a nap and we needed food. There I was, there was, I desperately needed there a was, nap. Especially when the, the, the vendor hall went to about 8 p.m. And so it was, it was a little late yeah. and didn't give us much time in wiggle room. Yeah. But we do want to say a, a big old congrats and, and well done to the, the mister. Um, because that we, we saw clips, we saw the speeches, we saw the, the looks and it was a, it was a tough, it was a tough competition. Yeah. The Mr. Texas leather went to boy beacon. So congrats to boy beacon, but we did make it back right as that was ending. Yes. And like, literally, like, like I think I put this up on Instagram, uh, you know, it's fully bright light cause it's contest mode and everyone's just like kissing each other and saying good job and doing all the pat pat pats that you do at contests and then all of a sudden all the lights go boom 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 turning off and then it's like disco music starts pumping up and then colored lights are all over the place so it went from contest to kiki in two seconds <laughs> it was like <laughs> so they cleared out the chairs i don't know who did that uh and it was a turned, good transition turned it into a dance floor yeah, yeah i didn't even notice that anyone putting away the chairs yeah because it, it was an auditorium and quick. So, yeah but that was my favorite part i think of the weekend was the um the way that that ended but then transitioned so subtly into the dance party that they have there or not so subtly it was well, i mean it was in your face but it was a, it was a <laughs> sex party so it was a big old like sex party with a, a dance floor obviously for music there mm -hmm. was bar there was alcohol and then there was I don't know what the coat check situation was. So I don't think that was a coat check. Was it a coat check? Yeah, it was a coat check that also led into the dungeon space. Yeah, so that was a little odd. Which, for the record, and this was, I didn't mind it much, but this was one of the largest feedbacks I heard. The dungeon was really well lit. Yeah, it was kind of lit, like it contest lighting. Very well lit. And yeah, and it didn't I feel like a back room as much as a a, a storefront room. Like and, the way, it was and like. I'm again, I just a uh, devil's advocate. I'm two minds <laughs> of that because you have a very large crowd, so yeah. you don't want it too dark, especially in. But dark rooms are supposed to be dark, so I don't know. So I think they were having problems appeasing the crowd and safety concerns. Um, but it did. I, I went back to that space and. I felt like I was in an auditorium. Yeah. And so I, I heard some people were like, well, you to do BDSM, you have to have welded areas. And I get that. But I can like in my I, in my stream room, I have lots of like dark purpley lights. I can see perfectly fine when it's just those. Well, and, you know, if you it's take take Darklands, for example, yeah. so they have a huge sex area in the behind the stage which is behind a dark dance floor and it's very dark sure. and that's going up scaffolding like so i and i tripped several times when i was back yeah. there yeah. uh but they were only lighting it with little red led lights and blue lights that are kind of sexy and stuff and so it was it it was way moodier and sexier uh, but there are a couple times I could have tripped and fallen and hurt I, myself. I hear that. So I mean, in between is needed it, 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 for the sex There's a fine balance, and it's orgy. hard to find it sometimes. I think it's somewhere in the balance of bisexual lighting that you see on everyone's Twitch stream. <laughs> What's bisexual lighting? The blues, the pinks, the purples, like with the bisexual flag. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like that's what that's what people call it is bisexual lighting. Oh, that's like, a new I'm thing not, for me. <laughs> I'm not bisexual. I'm very gay, but I appreciate the tone and the vibe that give that pinks and purples and blues together give you. Gotcha. Okay. Do you like the vibe of my stream room? I love the vibe. It could be, it could be a little redder for me. Anyway, <laughs> I I we we had some fun sexy times. Like I. As as a demi person, I'm slowly learning how to navigate a sex party. Oh, that was something do I tell. How I are did you, how are you navigating that? By encouraging relations before even going on an event weekend, oh. and finding the people that I do like who also like me, so that we can kind of like have fun, flirty, sexy talk, and and then hopefully turn that sexy talk into a reality. And I did I did learn how to. Okay, this is kind of a fun, kind of stupid moment. So. You were napping while we got ready for that night. Mm -hmm. While you were napping, I was showering, getting freshened up, cleaning up and out. Um, and I had to do the water bottle trick, you know? No, tell me that. Have you ever heard of a gas station clean out? Where you just take the... You take a water bottle. A nozzle? My nozzle 
did not fit on the water bottle I had. Oh no. And I stupidly didn't think to grab the right size water bottle. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I, I have the wherewithal to figure it out. So I was just using a water bottle that you push up to the, your asshole. You kind of, you know, you make sure you take off any of the plastic bits or any of the spiky bits when you open a water bottle, you uh -huh. know, you take all that off. So it's just smooth edges and then you just line it up and, and, and you know, you push don't it leave in. the white ring. No, no, no. Take that off. Take that off. Take that off. That's, that's, that will hurt you. You will cause bad stuff to happen. But the other problem was we had a shower room that had the toilet in it separate from the sink room or the way that oh, our you're mixed, right so. i didn't think of that so i couldn't refill my water bottle easy and it was like a rainfall use, shower use the toilet water no what fuck that I'm gonna <laughs> so what i did no was, you could use the back of the tank it's some toilet water. no uh, why not you just you, you just take the tank off and then just do your bottle down i, I was smarter than that L oh, listen, okay. Listen, okay, listen, okay. Listen, listen, listen. okay. I'm just so, trying to give you solutions. The, the the bathroom had a small uh plastic like garbage can, you know, mm -hmm. but it was a, it was like a, a foot tall garbage can that's big enough to put a water bottle in to submerge it. So I cleaned out the garbage can. It had a lining. I took <laughs> so the lining this out. This is no different than I using cleaned... the back of the toilet it tank. It is though, because I can put the, the garbage can in the the shower with me. So it can subtly fill with water <laughs> as I'm showering. And then I dip my water bottle in it, do a little clean out. It was actually I was very impressed by my ingenuity, honestly. Because I made a little a little a little dunk tank for my water bottle. I know. Just use the back of the toilet. No, I'm not gonna use the back of the toilet. Because <laughs> I would have had to exit the shower to do that. Why? Because the toilet was outside the shower. Do you have a Oh, that's right. Shower? Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I thought I was pretty smart. I was I was cleaning no, the No, no. The toilet later. was in the same room as the shower. It was not in the shower. I'm trying to minimize going in and out of the shower. Oh, my God. Because someone, <laughs> it's right next to the shower. Someone complains when I make too much water work. No, no. I, I yes, only do. complain when PJ came out of there and, like, the ceiling was dripping from water. I was a like, what did ours. you do with friend that of ours douche hose? Did you just spray it all yeah, around the room? Swing it around. <laughs> Day. <laughs> um, but daddy was none the wiser. And, oh, I, and the I, toilet I, not wet at all. I slept through everything. Apparently, yeah. I, felt, no, I, I, felt, I missed that. I I know. See, I look. I did. I, I'm not trying to be sneaky about it, but I'm just like I like to make sure that I'm subtle enough that I'm not intruding on or making. It's so funny because I almost packed the shower nozzle thing, and I was like, ah, we won't need that. We're only there two days. I don't think it would have worked with that shower. The shower was literally too tall. There was no space to even get the shower shot around it really yeah the bag mm. that we had it was it was wired into the ceiling of the shower anyway mm. so i'm glad that i figured it out okay. um had a little bit of fun that night with with a mutual um a, a a very lone star at the party and saw a bunch of friends that it was just nice to see the friend like i had a friend that stayed with us during Folsom once that i got to see again who i just haven't heard from in a bit because like we're all going through it and it's nice to it's nice to catch up. The the community in Austin is just so lovely and and welcoming and warm. Yeah. And we got to even the 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 final night, like we got to have a dinner with my friend Blizz and his partner, as well as uh Lori Bird mm -hmm. and just other streaming friends and, and Laurel. And I that was kind of my favorite parts outside of the event was just yeah. getting to the downtime with with friends that sure. you don't get to see often. Getting away from the kink event itself. Not that I didn't like the kink event. No, I thought the kink event like was it. lovely. Well, then, then we went back to the Eagle uh, at the very end after we were done and packed up. Oh, that was what I really kind of enjoyed, too, was the packing up process. Usually when we pack up at, at these events, uh, it's everyone, everything's over and everyone's cleared out. So we're just kind of by ourselves packing up. This time uh, there was a full-on tea dance going on as we were tearing down and so everyone would come over and chat and help if they could and I, I kind of I liked having that uh, just kind of no urgency tear down kind of thing. But it was also we had we had moved our booth inside because they thought oh, it was right. going to rain. Yeah, so, so that actually worked out. Watch the contest on the final day, which right. was the puppy and the trainer pu contest. The puppy play contest was hilarious. But we got to pretty much vend while watching a contest. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. daddy. No, that was great. I was like, I'm entertained and working at the same time. So Austin King weekend next year, just have the vendors in that space to begin with, because I. <laughs> We were right next to the well, alcohol. We so got to watch classes. Here's why they may not do that, though. So again, I'm going to be devil's advocate. Because the first class of the day was the poly class. No, but listen, the poly class. And she was having a hard time hearing questions from the audience because there were vendors now in the room. And they were all talking to 
people buying things. So the noise level was higher in the class uh, area. It, it worked because she was the only class that day uh, for Polly, and then it was contests. So every, everyone else had microphones and it was loud. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if they can do that. That could be a fine medium, maybe. But I really enjoyed that that aspect. It was easy to watch the contest. It was fun. The drinks were literally right behind us. And, and <laughs> I, I love it when the bar is within like reach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I could just turn around. But and those <laughs> drink prices—they uh, were a little high. I, I will co- at all events, they have high price drinks. That's well, how they make their money. Oh no! But case in point, what? one of the organizers was in my Twitch chat today, and I was uh-huh. like, the the drinks were great, but they were very expensive. And they said, you know what? You are correct. We're going to make sure that we fix that next year. Yeah, I, I think, love I love immediacy in that I th- regard. I think two drinks cost us twenty five dollars. Yeah. yeah. That is more than a, an SF bar. <laughs> and that's saying something. SF is yeah. expensive. Yeah. But um, I have another note here that said, um, the food trucks were great. Because um, as I was waiting in line for food, someone said, it, how's the food? Is that going to make it in the podcast? Oh. I said, sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's going to make it in the because podcast. Because I complained about Dorian Folsom yes, having food because trucks. people hear you. <laughs> and then when, when they comprehend what you say and remember it. Well, I remember. So last year, the same event, I would flew in for 24 hours, right? And so we, the host hotel that we were at, I wake up at. Like I, I literally had got in at one in the morning, went to bed and then got up, no coffee in the room, no place to get breakfast. And we had to get to the venue and set up. So I was like, oh, hopefully they'll have coffee at the venue. Uh, and they didn't have food last year. I think someone brought burritos at noon, which they was brought a, a breakfast, which burrito was a life Yeah. For yeah. some of the, the vendors um, at the, at the sex party though, uh, but that's that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. You know, people complain about these events and and stuff. You don't know these problems until they occur. And so they got a problem last year. They fixed it this year. Oh, agreed. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why it's important to kind of have open conversations about yeah. event stuff because then we're able to like say, hey, how can we do this better next time? And if we're talking about it here, maybe other event organizers just getting started think yeah. about that as well. I mean, one person that I have here in my notes as I was going to the bathroom at the sex party. Uh, walks past me and it, it was like a shared bathroom space and goes, I just haven't come enough yet. <laughs> Looking at me, talking. To I don't me. think that's the organizer's fault. <laughs> and, no, no, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming the organizers, but I just said, you know what? I think you're in the right place for that. And I walk past them and go pee. Like there, there is subtlety, and then there is just abrupt. Like, do you want me to come in you? And I was just like, no, I'm good. I'm and good. and 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 um, they must have been young because. I don't think I've ever said I haven't come enough. Usually I come once I'm done for the day, (laughs) but that's just my age. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't say um, you're in the right place. I said teamwork makes the dream work. That's what I wrote down here. And and he said, said, do you want to be part of my team? And I said, I'm good. (laughs) Well, you left that opening. (laughs) And I closed it very quickly. My opening was good. That's too bad because they had come for you. Um, They weren't my type. Okay. Yeah, they weren't. But that's okay. Um, but I, just, I, I appreciated the, the the sex party aspect of it all, the the orgy. Um, it was fun, and I think that I think they need to figure out their room situations. Because remember, there was like two different sex rooms, but in order to get to sex room number two, you had to go through sex room number one and then walk across the whole event space. Yeah, because there's an aisle to the outside. It that was you're very going odd. Through. I know, but you know, it's just yeah. the limitations of the venue. True. What can you do? Yeah, I, I can give feedback, okay. and then hopefully they they hear us and right. talk about it. Okay. I I think that it's it was a it was a well organized event yeah. all in all. It, it kind of went off without a hitch, so that that's saying something right there. When you have that kind of volume of people and the amount of people that I saw were happy and enjoying it, and really getting a sense of community. That's what I really want to. What I really 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 want to impress about the Austin King community or weekend was it really was all about inclusiveness community uh respecting all walks of life um and having a really good time doing it um and i think that's really the future for kink events and i hope that's the model going forward well, that and the the contest winners for the uh, the trainer and the puppy mm-hmm. were a very diverse group as well. I've never seen such a diverse 
group of title holders and organizers as well as contestants as I had with with Austin. Yeah, and so the new Texas handler is the only Maxine on Instagram. Had a lovely conversation um, with them. She was quite lovely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then Miss Texas Leather is the leather goddess on Instagram if you want to look them up. And Maxine's counterpart, Pup Sharp, was the, the puppy that won as well. Oh, right. I love Sharp. Sharp what? Cheddar? No, no. He's got sharp chest hair. Oh. He, he's got he's got a furry chest. I'm a sucker for a furry chest. Oh, I know. Um, and what I really liked was there. So the the puppy and uh, the trainers could compete together or separate. Um, so the puppy who won was separate from the trainer group mm -hmm. that won. And that that's that that is a very interesting. But what I liked the most was they they talked about trans rights. They talked about the drag bill mm -hmm. and the ban specifically. Mm -hmm. And I had a really nice conversation with Maxine uh, after the contest, just asking for like resources and what we can do. Um, and she was really really lovely and and giving of her time. Where she just kind of stopped and we chatted for a bit. She sent me some links as well as just made sure that we were aware of like the the different groups that are out there trying to help. To make sure that the the organization the the community is kept safe and her speech was very good and pointed and like she even said i'm going to bring it down a little bit so we can bring it back up um uh so got very political and is what we need in leaders well and so. she was part of uh, so if you guys ever want to look into it uh equality texas it's a group it's an organization on instagram is the ones that most drag queens are partnering with to talk to uh congress in that area herself and Lori, both included, uh, stood up and spoke to Congress on the floor. So full on 12, 15 hour days where they're in drag, talking to people, getting in front of a microphone, waiting literally an entire day just to speak for two minutes if you're lucky and if they actually treat you with respect. And this is what I mean when I say they are doing the work. Mm -hmm. They are in the thick of it doing the work and we need to figure out how we're going to be able to support these people because they're fighting for all of us and especially the queers that are in the big cities on the coasts. We the fight is down south and we've got to support them. So please do follow uh, Equality Texas to begin with and continue to support the drag performers, the queens, uh, the trans individuals who speak on these issues. If we are not listening to them, right. we are not having change and we are not comprehending the issues, which again, might not affect you, but will affect you. It's the same thing that we saw by the evil German people when they started going for one group at a time and slowly win like dwindling down our numbers as well as our spirits. We cannot let that happen. That is why it's important we support each other. We listen to each other. We, we go to the organizations that exist in Texas and Tennessee. And even though we don't like the politics of the people there, that doesn't mean the people all there are evil. They want yeah. to help. Yeah. So and we, I hear this around San Francisco and Los Angeles a lot. It's like, why would anyone live in Florida? Why would anyone live in Texas who's queer? You know, people don't have the ability to move out of their homes uh, over politics, uh, but they are going to stay there and fight and we've got to support them. Um, and that's what that's really what I really love the most about the Austin Kink Weekend was um, not only is everyone there fighting, but they're being visible, they're showing up and then there's this sense of community where they can see they're not alone. Um, and that's really, really important. And especially as these events get larger and even more people from outside the state come in, that gives them that lifts their spirits and that makes them feel like their time is not being wasted. Yeah. So make sure you follow Maxine and all the other winners as yeah. well, because they're doing the hard ass work out there. Um, a big shout out to, of course, uh, Sir Rat Leather for having us out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a uh, it's their local leather shop. It's the it's the place and the organization that pretty much, you know, I think they help to own the Eagle as well. Th yeah. That organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're really integrated there. They, they're always kind to us when they bring us out. Uh, a huge thank you and shout out to anyone who came by the booth, said hello, mm -hmm. said, I've been watching you guys since I was a teen because holy shit, y'all, some of y'all have been watching us for all of the eight years. And I just, I can't comprehend that. No, it's, it's and then, and, and, and I, so I say this all the time when we meet people, because you and I are sitting here in our living room, just talking to a microphone, right? So we don't know who we're touching or reaching until we go out there and we meet them. And then hearing the stories of um, how it's impacted their lives, 
uh, it kind of makes me tear up every time. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you guys for coming up and telling us those stories. And just like that, it was in this moment that I realized that Mr. Big might have put his big... No, it's very much a, a, an ending of I love Sex you. in the City. I love you quoting Sex in the City and you've never watched the show. I've watched Sex in the City, though. I have. Not in chronological order all seasons, but I watched almost the entire season of As You Like It or Just Like That or as whatever it's called. Did I not? Yes. Thank you. Credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah. Or you'll be due for... No. Thank you again, Texas. Yes, um, thank you, Texas. We are always impressed and surprised by how heckin' lovely y'all are. And I just want to say thank you for having us out. It was a really, really nice chill. Very oh, chill. Oh, quick shout, shout out oh, yeah. to Kieran, too, because yes, that puppy was the most energetic pup. one that yes. <laughs> I saw. I up with you. It was so lovely and funny. So thank you. <laughs> um. And uh, beyond that, I mean, beyond checking out Austin Kink Weekend, maybe going next time. They had people all the way from Australia this year. They had international title holders, the international Mr. Leather. They had the international Ooh, A lot rubber. of title holders went to this, mm -hmm. too. They had a class for title holders there. Oh, um, I, I missed that. Yeah. So that was uh, so Ralph Bruno was there um, and they were doing uh, past international Mr. They Leather. were doing mock interviews so that they could practice before IML. Oh, yeah. If you're a contestant, always do a mock interview because mm -hmm. that is the best way it's, to learn. It's terrifying. Yeah. And if you're scared of it and you don't want to do it, that's even more reason yeah, you should you need do, to it. do it. <laughs> it's going to happen whether you want to or not. <laughs> as much as you don't think it's a pageant, it's a fucking pageant, y'all. Sasha Colby was there. No, she wasn't there. I wish she was, though. Anyway, if you would like to have us at your thing or just want to contact us on social media, Daddy, where can they find you? Uh, well, if you're going to contact us, contact us for a booking, it's on whatsthesaver.com. Uh, but if you want to see me and my naughty stuff, you go to mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K, or I'm on Twitter as Christopher Weston. And if you want to find me, I'm PupAmp just about everywhere, pupamp.com for the sexy stuff. And this has been What's Your Safe Pod, a What's the Safe Word production. But you can find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word on just about anything. We've got On Guard. We've got our Patreon. If you want more extra content as well as all video podcasts, that goes out weekly. And I just want to say thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This is where the end card goes. What would you like the end card to, to be, Daddy? I think I like these shirts. It says oh, okay. it came at Kink Weekend, but it crossed out the two. Uh-huh. So I think it's very close. Yeah. Actually, I, I I like their logo, too. A, because it's colorful. It has all the flags in it. No one can. This is a podcast, Daddy. No one can see your shirt. No, the Patreons can. <laughs> That's true, but no one else can. Well, go to Patreon.com. Okay, right. What's well, the safe word? Plug. And you can see this shirt. Wow. Well, at least, here, stand up and show it. Stand up. Wow. Oh, 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 oh my God. Now he's naked. Whoa, oh God. Oh, oh, and now there's an orgy happening. Oh, wow. Wow. Patrons are getting a lot to look at. Where did this orgy come from? <laughs> if I had a dollar. <laughs>